0: The poor five-year-old in our family, who missed out on starting school on his fifth birthday because we were all hunkered down with Omicron and self-isolating. So he was supposed to start today, and his mum and dad drove him to school only to find the powers off. School's closed for the day. So (laughs) at this rate, he'll probably end up going to school at 16, but no harm done. He was all excited, new uniform, all the books got dura-sealed. Oh, that gave me enormous satisfaction. The times I spent dura exercise books at the start of every school year, it is a thankless task for somebody who's not very good with square corners and making things smooth and even. I'm not a Duraceal kind of a mom, but I had to be. Watching my own daughter do it. Ha. Lived long enough to see it. It was fantastic watching her under the weight of the Spider-Man Duraceal doing it all. Still, the jurassic Spider-Man books will have to wait another day before they're opened. And that's just what kids over the last two years have faced, isn't it? Supposed to start school on a certain date, and then that's set back and delayed and put off because of COVID. And the weird thing is, for the better part of two years, I didn't know a soul who'd had COVID. Not a single one. It was this mythical enemy over the hill. But in the past three months, just about every second person I know has had COVID, the Omicron variant, young people, old people, those in between, with varying degrees of seriousness, our household had it. And for me, it was nothing more than a heavy cold. For others, it was like a really awful flu, body aches, tiredness, and a generally blah feeling. But given that 95% are vaccinated and have done what we've been asked to do, or in some cases told to do, given that Omicron is amongst the unvaccinated, what on earth are we waiting for? Cabinet is to decide today on the future of the country's COVID-19 protection measures, the mandates, the vaccine passes and the like. <coughs> They've already had the concession of allowing unvaccinated New Zealanders back into the country. That was that was done very quietly. And although we don't know what, They have decided, we won't know that until Wednesday. Why? I don't know. I don't know. This government certainly knows how to spin out the suspense. But surely we have to move on. If people don't want to mingle with the masses, fine, don't, stay home. Put the chicken soup on the stove and enjoy a night in with Netflix. If people prefer to wear masks for themselves and for others, fine, put them on. If you've got a cold... Put your mask on. We've learned about basic hygiene now and and how not to spread it to all and sundry. If you're feeling poorly, work from home. Don't drag your bugs into the office. Again, something that's been rammed home to us with COVID. There are still people who are scanning in. A lady at the local chemist told me she said to umpteen people who are stopping at the door and lining up their phone cameras, don't worry, there's no need to scan anymore. Nobody's Nobody's doing places of interest. And she says people tell her it makes them feel safer. How? How does how does scanning in, sending information that nobody's going to receive, how does that make you feel safer? Why not just wear a lucky horseshoe or pop a rabbit's tail in your pocket? I mean, there's no rationale for it. But it just shows what's happened to us over the last two years. Yes, the hospital, hospital system is under pressure, but we still aren't anywhere near the toll we used to see every single winter before COVID became a thing. Remember when we accepted 600 or so people dying of complications from flu variants? I mean, nobody was out in the streets bewailing and bemoaning the fact that how could we let this happen and how could 600, why don't we all stay home so 600 people don't die of flu complications? Friends of mine are in Sydney at the moment. They say the place is buzzing. Omicron is still thriving in the community. So COVID's still very much within the community. There are still people dying. Six people died a couple of days ago. People are still being hospitalized. And life is going on. Beautiful people are out and about shopping, dining, going to nightclubs. My friends are visiting their young adult who moved over to Sydney at the end of last year. Four of them from the same friendship group took their excellent degrees over the ditch. Two of them were headhunted and the other two decided to, to join them because they knew people over there, so it makes it easier to arrive in a, a new city. And they are living their best lives. We have to start living again too. And if you don't want to, that's okay. You don't have to. Nobody is forcing you out. Even if you can afford to go out, nobody is going to make you spend your disposable at a restaurant, in a mall, where there are lots of people. You don't have to go to a nightclub. You don't have to go to a big outdoor concert where you'll be cheek by sweaty jowl with others. If that doesn't make you feel comfortable, you stay home. But let other people get on with living. We've had the most extraordinary restrictions placed upon us. It's time to remember that life is for living, not simply existing.